0: What up, world? Welcome on all to another episode of the Ocho presented to you in partnership, as always, with SPNations bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB. And from right here as your humble host on the Ocho, it is Wednesday, July 15th, 2020. A very happy hump day from all of us at BTB. To you, we hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and ready for some DAC. Prescott discussion. That's right. Today's episode of the Ocho and later on today's episode of Talking the Star are all about QB1 for the Dallas Cowboys. As again, today is July 15th. We've been waiting for this day for a long time. I mean, uh, I really... I've lost track of how long we've been waiting for this day. And in many ways, we've been waiting for this day for over a year now since Dak Prescott became eligible for a new contract with the Dallas Cowboys at the beginning of last league new year, last new year league, whatever, however you put that, uh, the beginning of the uh, the offseason last year. It has been, when is the, the deal going to happen? When are the Cowboys going to get something done with their franchise quarterback? We have argued. We have debated. We have gone back and forth. We have talked about how Dak is worth it. Some people have said how he isn't. Some people have focused on ridiculously specific and isolated statistical data points to prove a particular narrative. But the odds are that you feel that Dak Prescott is worth a market rate deal, it's just not fun to give that up. Nobody wants to pay a lot of money. Nobody wants to ever do that, ever. Uh, but the reality is that having a quarterback, uh, namely a franchise quarterback, is expensive. And so what is going to happen here? What, what What's going to be the case? Are the Cowboys going to get a deal done? Is Dak Prescott going to play on the franchise tag? Let's set the scene, all right? It is July 15th. Now, if Dak Prescott does not have a long-term deal in place with the Dallas Cowboys by 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central time, he must play the upcoming season on the franchise tag. Dak Prescott already signed this franchise tag. Typically, when this situation uh, kind of evolves, whoever it's with, whatever NFL player, the player in question has generally not signed the franchise tag by this point in time. That does make this situation a bit unique. It is still puzzling why Dak Prescott did sign the franchise tag. In many people's minds, he did forfeit some level of of leverage, if you want to call it that, but um, it is a detail nonetheless. So if Dak does not have a deal by 4 p.m. Eastern today, He must play on the franchise tag, which means at the beginning of next league year, barring a long-term agreement before free agency or getting franchise tagged again, Dak Prescott will hit the open market. And believe you me, Dak Prescott will get paid. Somebody is going to pay Dak Prescott. We don't know who yet, but somebody is going to pay Dak Prescott. Is it going to be the Dallas Cowboys? Is that going to happen today? I don't know. I want to focus on two specific things, and I know the guys are going to get into it later today on Talk on the Star, which is why we're going to drop this episode of the Ocho earlier. It's possible you're listening to this about starting 9:30 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday night. We're going to drop Talk on the Star a little bit before lunchtime. That way, you get a chance to hear all of the voices, all of the opinions, all of the hashtag takes. Now. Big time big time, big time shout out to the Cowboys subreddit. I've actually been using Reddit a lot more lately in general for different things. If you know any good subreddits, hit me up. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at RJ My DMs are open. You can also email me rj.ochoa at sbnation.com. But big time shout out to First and Five on the Cowboys subreddit who went back, did all the work, chronicled exactly what went into the franchise tag deadline stuff with Dez Bryant. You might remember that people refer to that day as the Dez line, kind of like the deadline, Dez line and whatever uh, but the Cowboys placed the franchise tag on Des Bryant after the 2014 season at the time Des Bryant was among the premier wide receivers in the National Football League we know now that 2012 to 2014 uh, 14 excuse me was his peak obviously Des Bryant was never really the same got hurt in 2015 and 16 and you know we don't have to go down that road but shout out to first and five who went back and chronicled exactly what happened in the final kind of 24-ish hours uh, kind of about a week before the deadline that year this was five years ago now I'm going to read this exactly I shared this post on my Twitter we wrote about it at bloggingtheboys.com if you want to go read it yourself go subscribe to the Cowboys subreddit and you can see it there as well give it an upvote and all that jazz but one week before the extension deadline and we did talk about this on the 750 as well Tony Casillas and I one week before the extension deadline there was quote nothing going on in the negotiation okay the next meaningful update came just under 21 hours before the deadline, when the alleged annual average value for the Cowboys' offer was leaked. I want to stop there. I want to pause. All right, this is kind of like uh, you know one of those movies where they like pause time. and The narrator says, "Okay, now let's uh, let's re- let's revisit this other point." I'm going to tie all these themes together. That's exactly what we're doing here. Why are we stopping here? Well, on Tuesday night, after this all happened, you know, lots of uh, talk about the Dez stuff and whatnot. Tuesday night, it was reported by NFL Network's Jane Slater. Uh, Something was reported. That's right. Jane Slater had two tweets. The first one I'm told the final offer on the table for Dak Prescott is between $33 million and $35 million annually with over $100 million guaranteed. While there have still been no discussions between the two, that's the deal the Cowboys have presented ahead of tomorrow's deadline per a source informed. form. Now, Jane, friend of the show, also quote tweeted herself and added, why is the extra year a sticking point? I'm told they just don't do four-year extensions. The Cowboys consider the offer top money, so they want the extra year. If he doesn't reach a deal by Wednesday, he plays for $31.4 million in 2020 on the franchise tag. Now, Lots of things here. I know we're going all over the place. So hopefully wherever you're listening, however you're listening, you're taking mental notes. You're following me. We're connecting all sorts of dots. I've never seen It's Always Sunny, partly um, in protest because of the name. Shout out to Meg Murray, Cowboys Forever, Eagles Forever. But um, but it's like the meme, you know, the I don't know the character's name. But, you know, you've seen the gif where he's like connecting all this stuff with the yarn and everything. But So the Cowboys do not do four-year extensions. We know that generally... Is a five year extension that franchise, cornerstone, however you want to put it, players get with the Cowboys. Tyrant Smith, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick before he retired, Des Bryant, even Zeke Elliott. They all get deals that are really sizable, really long, so the Cowboys can work that out all across a length of time. So a four year deal would, in some indirect way maybe perhaps a direct way set a precedent whoever's next right pretty soon it's gonna be time to pay Leighton Vander Esch gonna be time to pay Michael Gallup before you know it, it's gonna be time to pay C.D. Lamb that's how time works then the precedent's there for your extensions cowboys do not want to do that we all get that we all understand that however we all get we all understand this is a quarterback. This is the game of professional football. That is the most important position. Dak Prescott is very good at it. So that's part of this. I want to touch on the financials here. Jane's report says it is between 33 and 35 million dollars annually, with over excuse me, just hundred million dollars guaranteed. With over hundred million dollars guaranteed. And there's a lot of energy going on here. You can feel it. It's, it's, it's deadline day, baby. We're hyped. But this 33 to 35 million dollar annual average value point it it certainly depends what that number is uh, if it's 35 million dollars it's tied with Russell Wilson for the second highest among quarterbacks in the National Football League obviously Pat Mahomes is now in his own stratosphere nobody will touch him we all get that we all acknowledge that that makes sense nobody's saying that Dak Prescott should be paid more than Pat Mahomes please understand that all right but the problem with that is and look I understand, we all understand, this is an extremely large amount of money. Nobody is trying to poo-poo this offer and say that's not a lot of money. It is, but we are talking about market rate here, and $35 million is is not allotting for future projection, right? What's what's the future going to look like after Deshaun Watson gets paid, after Lamar Jackson gets paid, after <laughs> Josh Allen gets paid the way Buffalo Bills fans talk about him? I mean, it is not projecting for the future. What's more is this says, and we don't know the exact value to be fair, Jane's report says over $100 million guaranteed. Jared Goff got over $110 million guaranteed last year. Jared Goff is of the same draft class as Dak Prescott, let alone the number one overall pick in that class. And what's more is Dak Prescott is considerably better than Jared Goff. I mean, over $110 million, again, we're talking relative to these numbers, these contractual variables. Oh, a quote, over $100 million guaranteed is nothing to be impressed about. Honestly, I mean, if the floor is not over $110 million, then the discussion really isn't one of serious. note, and that, that would be my thought if I was representing Dak Prescott because my mindset would be Jared Goff got over $110 million all right, guaranteed. Dak Prescott's going to get at least that, if not more. And if you're pissed off about it, you can go blame the Los Angeles Rams the way you can blame the Los Angeles Rams for paying Todd Gurley after his third year when he first became contract eligible and set the new precedent for running backs in the National Football League. I have said time and time again that the Rams do not get enough grief for this, but that's a whole different issue. The reality here is the Rams are largely responsible for the financial pickles the Cowboys have found themselves in. However, at the very least, the Rams have been forward thinking financially which is something the Cowboys have not been. And that brings me to my next point. This offer would have been market rate and would have been allotting for future growth and future projection if the Cowboys had offered it to Dak Prescott last year. That's that's the truth here. If this offer, and even a five-year offer at that, if it had been made last August, it would be fair. And I would bet, this is my own thought, Dak Prescott would be way more inclined to sign a five-year deal When he was being offered that market rate future projection allotted deal entering the final year of his rookie contract. But because the Cowboys waited, they surrendered all of the leverage. All of the leverage is gone. All of the leverage, whether you believe it or not, resides in the palm of Dak Prescott, in the control of Dak Prescott's representation. And so this offer, while it is an extremely large amount of money, really is not market rate. It is not any projection for the future. And so it's it's just another indication of the Cowboys trying to pay less than they're going to have to pay. That's, that's, and that's fine for them to operate that way. That's, that's what a lot of people do. I mean, a lot of people, whenever, you know, whenever you buy anything, right, you, you never offer the maximum amount you're willing to pay, right? You start low, then you negotiate and then you, you end up climbing, you end up dropping, whatever the case may be. But let's go back. Now, record scratch. That was my uh, record scratch uh, sound drop um, that I made up with uh, my own sounds. But anyway, so the second Sequence of events that were, um, you know, put together by First and Five on the Cowboys subreddit. And this is the exact wording. The next meaningful update, this is talking about Des Bryant in 2015, came just under 21 hours before the deadline when the alleged annual average value for the Cowboys' offer was leaked. The report from Jane Slater was not exactly 21 hours before the deadline of 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, but it was pretty close. All right. Now, Maybe this is a bit of a conspiracy theorist point to go back to that. Maybe you just want to follow some breadcrumbs, whatever the case may be to me. And we are two steps into what is a six step process here as laid out by first and five on the Cowboy subreddit. But these two steps are almost exact. The first one, One week before the extension deadline, there was nothing going on in the negotiation. We have heard forever, for about the last week, really, that there have been no talks, no discussions. They haven't talked since March. There's been no talk whatsoever between Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. It's looking like nothing's going to get done. There's no sign of optimism. However way you want to put it, that has been the talk. I should say, though, by the way, that uh, Brian Broaddus from 105.3 The Fan, the G Bag Nation, did say on Tuesday that there was communication, that he heard at least there was communication, between Prescott's team and the Cowboys so you know that is one person saying that there has been communication but that happened then just like des the night before the deadline the alleged, annual average value for the Cowboys offer was leaked. I encourage you, if you're available, if you're not driving or anything, to pull up this tweet, to pull up the Reddit post, to pull up the article on blogandtheboys.com so you can look at the sequence next as the following four actions take place. This is, again, regarding Des Bryant. About five hours ahead of the deadline, a new rumored annual average value number emerges. It's almost like, you know, man, if we want to get him, we're going to have to up our offer. And then what happened? The offer was upped. Then next step here, less than four hours from the deadline, the chances are, quote, less than 50-50 that a deal gets done. That seems like the Cowboys last ditch effort. Let's put another message out. This isn't going to get done. All right, let's, let's try to cause panic. This is our last chance to lower the price. Then what's next? an hour and a half before the deadline the sides were finalizing a deal quote it's happening and that was when you'll remember everybody tweeted the gif from the office um i think it's the fire drill episode i am ashamed that i don't know for a fact but i think it's that episode you know the gif i'm talking about at least finally with 53 minutes to spare the terms of the deal are revealed also you'll remember the terms for demarius thomas's deal with the denver broncos that were just about exact were revealed shortly after he and Dez were both first round picks in 2010 so They both followed the same timeline, same trajectory, whatever the case may be. So this is kind of following that exact same plan, right? It seems we know like the Cowboys are doing some work in the media, not trying to point any fingers here, but lots of kind of uh, messages that are not pro team or anti Dak, but of the variety that are going to cause discussion getting leaked out. And whether that's to drive the price down, whether that's simply just to keep the Cowboys in the conversation, it all seems calculated, and it all seems like it is potentially, this is all potential, going to end with the Cowboys and Dak Prescott finalizing a long-term deal. And here is my last thought on that as we wrap up. This is the final time that you and I will talk uh, before the news is official one way or the other, it is, uh, I should tell you, I should say that as soon as we have an answer, whether the Cowboys and Dak Prescott land on a long-term deal or it is decided that he is going to play on the franchise tag for 2020, we will jump on here on the Ocho immediately, get an emergency episode up so that you can have it soon in your podcast feed on Wednesday afternoon. Remember to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, we're everywhere. Also, later on Wednesday night, uh, kind of Wednesday night, about 3 a.m., so early Thursday morning, we'll drop the latest episode of broadcasting the boys with Ari Temkin and Roy White. They've been doing the countdown lately uh, with regards to Dak, and they'll dive into it as well. But my last thought on this is that the Cowboys front office has really done so much good this offseason they have I mean let's we've given them lots of praise here on the show and at BTB and everywhere else because what the Cowboys have done this offseason is commendable they have done some tremendous work I simply do not believe that the same group that did everything the Cowboys have done this offseason forget the fact that it's the Cowboys just that group of people that group of decision makers I I I, rather I have a hard time believing that that same group of people think that it is a good idea to go into this season with Dak Prescott on the franchise tag. Because it's not. It's not a good idea. It fundamentally is not a good idea. We have seen the Cowboys make sound, fundamentally driven decisions to this point in the offseason, and I believe that they are a front office that is, at least we have learned, to be somewhat forward-thinking. And maybe they are forward-thinking in a lot of ways. They are simply just cheap. And that's okay. That's fine that they're cheap. Every NFL team's cheap. Every person is going to pay less than they have to if they are given the opportunity to do so. And you could also argue that the Cowboys are brilliant for playing it this way because they're trying to save every last penny that they can. They're just in a battle that they cannot win. So they're going to take it as long as they can to exercise every single option that they have. And in that respect, good for them. I don't think that this front office is of that mindset. I'm prepared to be wrong, but I don't think that I am. So we'll see what happens. We will be here as soon as we have an answer. Uh, Wednesday promises to be a fun day. We will have a tracker. i at been bloggingtheboys.com with all the latest news, rumors, and reports regarding Dak Prescott. So look for that early on Wednesday morning. Uh, let's have a good time. And you do me a favor. Have the absolute best Wednesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you in the my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. Thank mm-hmm.